Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 101 with the Canon podcast show. We thank you for being part of this program, and it is brought to you by, you got it, WCANradio.com. And with me on today's program is a repeat, and he is... My name is Eric J. Meadows. I'm the co-host of this program. It's really great to be here. We have a lot of interesting people that are coming on, but one in particular that we have today is Mr. Tim Ott. How are you today? Doing good, Eric. Thanks. You know, we brought you on here, and we're going to talk about an interesting subject, human trafficking. All right. We will get into episode number four, human trafficking, and much more. All this on 101 with the Canon podcast show right after this. Greetings. I'm Samuel Hampton II, producer at WCAN-TV. WCAN-TV is currently looking for quality programming for 30 to 60 minutes. If you have a message that you would like to share to the world, please contact me at 440-836-4591 or at tvwcan at yahoo.com. Thank you. Hello, my name is Shelly Mathis and I am CEO and founder of Shelly Mathis Counseling Services. We specialize in mental health, trauma, and also substance abuse with an expertise in depression and anxiety for individuals, groups, couples, marriage and families, and also child and adolescents. If you're in need of assistance, give us a call at 330-577-8548. Thank you. Hi, I'm Joseph with Power to Become, an executive director with the John Maxwell team, bringing transformational training around the globe, making a difference when it makes a difference. We want to connect with you. Go to power2become.org or .com and connect with us now. So, Tim, tell me about yourself. Who are you? What are you about? Well, um, I am just a guy, right? I'm just you. I'm me. I'm, I'm everybody else. I'm nothing special. But what I can tell you is that human trafficking has been on my radar for a number of years, and it got to a point, Eric, where I could no longer just continue to learn more about what's really going on. I'm not talking about out there on the other side of the world. I'm talking about right here in our country, right here in our backyard, right here in our communities. You know, as we've talked about this uh Prior to the show, I have to admit, being naive to so many issues that are actually happening to this country. Eric, keep those issues. I want to ask you one question. You say you learned. What have you learned? Well, I'll tell you, I've been fortunate, Wayne, really, to, to have some pretty incredible people that have really created an awareness for me. You know, I would go back maybe about 15 years, and there was a, a really a friend at the time. His name is Carl Ralston. He's now Dr. Carl Ralston, who's actually started an international organization called Remember New. And, uh, you know, without going too far down the road on all Carl has done, he's just been an amazing advocate. He's created awareness. Um, he is, uh, his whole MO at Remember New uh, and his team is prevention, prevention of human trafficking, specifically child sex trafficking. So he was the catalyst for you then, right? That's he was the saying. first catalyst, yeah. Carl and I were just friends. He owned a business, I owned a business, we got to know each other, and, and he really dove headfirst into being an, a, an advocate um, to prevent child sex trafficking around the world. What type of effect will have on you when you went to bed that night? Well, the first thing, when that's a great question, was, oh, that's over there, right? 
That's over there on in Asia, right? That's in, you know, maybe some, maybe Africa, maybe, you know, China, right? I mean, who knows, right? It's it's somewhere out there um, where, where, where my eyes were really opened and where I think a lot of folks like you and I are, where our eyes are getting opened is it's not over there. It's here. It's, it's right here. in the great U.S. of A. It's sadly, but true. Well, Tim, let me ask you this. What is it that brought it to the forefront besides, you know, Remember New? What is it that brought it to the forefront that made it a passionate thing for you to talk about? Well, I've had a lot of strong women in my life. I'll start with my mother. Uh, You know, I've had aunts, sisters, my wife, my daughters, neighbors. And you know what? Maybe God's just given me a tremendous respect for what a, a strong, powerful woman is. I mean, she's a bright light. She's a game changer. And to to have someone like that, someone that can be that, uh, to be threatened by something like human trafficking uh, makes my blood boil. Let's talk about human trafficking now. We're talking about men, women, and children. We're talking about going into an industry while being trapped inside of an industry that only makes money for somebody else. When we look at that... What is to what magnitude are we talking about? I mean, some of the work that I've, I've pulled up is says thirty to forty million people are involved in this nationally. How does something like that happen? Gets past us? How, how, how does it happen? Well, it, it does. Uh, you know, it all starts with awareness, um, and thankfully, over the last ten years, especially, there has been a growing awareness um, here in Ohio, certainly, and I think nationally as well. Um, there's some laws that uh, are getting to be a little bit more strict in response to that. But I think the biggest voice is really the local communities. When local communities come together and create an awareness about what's, what is in fact going on uh, in their backyard and they band together and come together, it all starts with awareness first, but it starts locally. All right. Let's look at Green, Ohio. Back in 2016, that was one of the first busts of uh, human traffickers. Tell us about that incident. Yeah, I don't know a lot about that specific incident other than what's already been put in the papers. I mean, there's been a number of um, arrests uh, in the local Cuyahoga County, Summit County areas. Uh, There have been some convictions. There have been a few people put behind bars. Um, Where the biggest movement has been made uh, is, is in really prevention. A lot of times, you know, the press wants to talk a lot about the rescue, which is critically important and and necessary. But what about prevention? What about the fact that, you know, in Ohio, okay, there was a study done that that showed that in, in 2019, okay, in 2019, there were 1,032 known trafficked victims in the state of Ohio, okay? Now, that study went on to say that those are just known, and for every known victim, there's probably two unknown. Well, how, how, how does the average Joe become aware of this? I mean, what, what do you look for? Well— How do you know if somebody's being human trafficked? You got to talk about it. You got to talk about it. You know, just to, just to break those numbers down, because this is important to me. I'm passionate about this. Okay, so you got over 3,000 victims in Ohio. Okay, that's our backyard. That's our neighbor. But let no, me that, that, the that's at any one bit. time. That's not on a yearly basis. That's at any one time. In 2019, there were there were 1,032 known traffic no. victims. Known traffic okay. victims in the state of Ohio. Let me break that down a little bit for you, Eric. Okay, um, of those 1,032, 83% were women. So it's not all women, but 83%. 86% were minors. 86%. Those are our children. Right. 
Traffickers are going after our kids. That's sad. You think it'd be more political awareness? You think there would be. You know, and, and, and I take it as private industry, nonprofit private industry that's bringing this to the forefront nowadays. Let me jump in real quick. You displayed something when you said that that really hit home. It really hit home with you. That's how serious you are about people. You have to see this. I mean, just the chemistry and the, and the mental chemistry that, that comes forward when you talk about this. This is how serious it is. And we don't need to play around. It's just not an itch that you scratch and, and get rid of it. This is very serious, and, and he's taking this to heart. And, and those who listen to this podcast, you can be the next one. That's your right. Your daughter can be the next one. Your son can be the next one. They might even try to take your mother. Wayne, you're exactly right. I mean, the average boy is trafficked between the age of 11 and 13. See? Think about that. The average girl between the age of 12 and 14. These are our kids that we're talking about. I agree. This isn't the movie Taken. Right. Where some, you know, college age girl gets kidnapped. That don't that's that may like that. happen sometimes, right? but that's not what's going on here. There's actually a, a grooming process that these traffickers will run through. Right. Well, let's talk about that grooming process. The conversation we need to be having with our children, with our families. What do we need to be saying? Take us through that grooming process. Well, the first step in the grooming is they're they're targeted, right? So the trafficker will target a potential victim. And what right? are and what are these traffickers looking for for targeting? They're looking for someone who may have some vulnerability. Gotcha. Well, welcome to the human race. We all got vulnerability, right? Right. 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 Okay. So someone who's got some vulnerability. It could be someone who maybe has a drug addiction. It could be somebody who has mental illness. It could be a runaway. It could be uh, someone who's not a, a a U.S. citizen yet. Okay. So. There's some vulnerability there, gotcha. right? So they target that person. Then the second thing that they do is they, they try to gather information and, and a trust about that person. They try to befriend them. They so, try to befriend them a little bit. Uh, right? Social media then, yeah. Facebook. So it can happen certainly TikTok, in social media. Oh. TikTok, you got it. It can happen. Let, walking, let me, walking, let me break in it real quick. Just on yesterday, someone hacked a friend of mine's page, right? And they say, how you doing? Okay, and I tested the waters. So I wrote, oh, I'm doing fine. Thanks for checking. Then it came back again. Uh, I, I, well, I'm doing all right. Quote, I'm just sitting in the house, just enjoying myself. What are you doing? See, conversation started. So what I did, I said, okay, now I know I'm his friend already. So I went to his page. And it says we're friends already. Then I went back to that page and only had X amount of pictures on there. So I blocked it. See, I know what to look for. They didn't know who I was. They was filling me out first. Right. All right. I guarantee the conversation with, are you married? You have any children? I guarantee it. it went on and on and on. The flag went up the pole immediately. So you don't play with it. They just blocked them. I don't know where they are. I can't do anything about it, but they can't get a hold of me no more. You see that? Mm-hmm. So well, you got to watch. So they got, they got these dummy pages out there right. that they use. And, and all you have to do, people, is, wait a minute. I'm already friends with Tim Ott. Who's this guy? See that? You just blocked that guy. You, you already, see, he, they hacked the page. Yeah, they hacked the page. They, so, they off of you. So in reality, you've got an adult with children that they need to be involved with their social media. They absolutely but need most to children be involved don't want with their that. social media. You know, if there's any, to all the dads out there, there that are listening right now, go tell your daughter she's beautiful. Go tell her she's important. Go tell her she's a treasure. 
because if you don't, somebody trafficker will. will. Yes. Now, now, as we have this conversation within the household, within the community, what are some of the things that we need to do with law enforcement to also make them aware of it? You know, uh, that's a great question, Eric, and 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 I I, I want to even take a step back from that because I think law enforcement is an important part. The legal system is an important part of the solution, but a, a greater influence is the local community. It's it's This starts local. It, it, it ends local. Now, when you say community, you're talking about families. It, a community could be a family. It could be a church. It could be a city, okay? of You think of the word community. It comes from two words. The first is common, and the second is unity. Mm-hmm. So you got a common interest, a common uh, belonging, right? And then you've got unity, which is people coming together, right, uh, for each other. And so when you have a common in unity, right? And you've got awareness that this is going on in your backyard, you're, you're, you're going to have some success. Now, with saying that, that means you can actually start a political movement towards bringing more awareness, not just to your local community, but the other surrounding communities. Absolutely. It's contagious. There's, uh, you know, in, in, in our city, um, we, uh, we just uh, expanded from what used to be just a drug task force to adding now a human trafficking task force I was going to say well. that. That's what needs to be added. Community. Okay. Uh, you got block watch, right? Neighborhood block yep. watch. It's the same thing. But just teach them what signals and signs to look for. So don't play police officer. If you see the sign, you got a hotline. And then if the city or, or the government's officials in your city is aware of, that, uh, of what you're doing, they align right up with you. Call the police department. They know this is the neighborhood task force for human trafficking. We just got a, a, a call in that a possible targeting situation is in is in play right now. They go investigate. They're gonna go investigate. We see, but we don't have enough of that though. That's it. We don't. We you know. But one of the things is that's so true about our country today is that if there's enough awareness about a group of people who are being abused, neglected, mistreated somehow, and that awareness grows, which is what we're talking about right now. Right. I mean, as it grows and it catches fire, people rally around that. Mm-hmm. We don't put up with that. So we got to create the awareness. We got we got to get the message out there. It's got to start locally. It's got to start with families talking to your children. It's got to, it's church, it's community, it's cities. It starts there. Law enforcement's critical. Critical, very critical. Okay, laws are important. We had a, uh, our local county did a sting where, you know, they went to some of these um, online hookup sites, right? And, you know, traffickers will actually post some of their victims online, and that's a way to get them business, right? So what the law enforcement did is they posed, right, uh, as a girl. Set up. Set it up, and and they gained trust with the John, right, Mm -hmm. to the point where the John went to what he thought was a minor girl's house, and she was supposed to be all alone, and he got greeted at the door by... A deputy, welcome. And every now and then we see these broadcasts where, you know, somebody's been busted. But now let's get back to targeting these traffickers. How do we apprehend them? I mean, uh, what can we do about if we see the victim that's there? How do we apprehend the victim? Uh, you don't uh, apprehend the victim. You call local law enforcement agencies. Well, let me put that's it a different way. Right there. That's the hotline right there. That's the task force. And we're going to talk about that hotline, too, towards the end of the show. I'm going to give you that number for it. It's a national uh, 800 number. But 
when you know that there is a certain group that is actually targeting people, and folks, I also want to get away from this myth that they grab people that they don't know. When you're targeting somebody, that means they're finding out information to them. They've got numbers. They've got relationships that they have with different things and different people. How do we go after those people? Well, to, to answer that, Eric, I want to finish with the five phases of, okay. of the grooming, okay? Because mm-hmm. I think it's going to tie it all in here. Okay, so first they target, right? Then they gain information and trust. Well, the next thing they do, okay, is they fill a need, right? So you need some money. You need some soft drugs, right? You need a place to stay because you're not, you know, a citizen. I'll give you a house, right? So they fill a need, right? Okay. Well, then the danger happens because then what the next phase is they isolate that person, move you away from your loved ones, your family, your friends. At some point, let's isolate that person, right? And then the fifth stage is control, right? Um, listen, I can't continue to give you these drugs or, for that matter, maybe the trafficker laced the drugs with something. Now she's addicted, right? I'm going to need something in return. You're going to need to do a few things if you want me to keep feeding you with this drug. So when you get to control, you're too late. I mean, at that point. Well, let me ask you this, then. Let's talk about our families now. We talk to them about these aspects that are growing out there, these these different things that can hook them. If you've got drugs which are prevalent in this country, locally, nationally, all over the world, you've got drugs that are available to young people today. Do we need to start the conversation when they're really, really young? How do we, we, we make them aware of this? Because there's going to come a time when they're going to exercise their independence. When do we have that conversation? Yeah, I think, you know, as each, each parent, mother, father should, should make that decision, you know, together on when they think is best for their children. I can only speak for me personally. And I think really as, as, as they were getting into, you know, age 11, 12, 13. Let's, let's narrow it down to um, age of accountability, intellectual understanding. Mm-hmm. That's when you do it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and some kids might be advanced at seven to well, understand well, that. Some might be at 13 to understand it. You know, even so with you're right, kids, you have to determine that. Uh, there was a uh, time in this country when we talked about stranger danger. Yeah. And that's what I'd always taught them, stranger danger. If somebody comes up and they say something or do something or make a gesture, you let somebody know. You scream. And and I I related that experience with a grandson. Somebody just walking up saying, hey, how you doing? Shaking his hand. And he screamed. And I had to intervene and let him go. Let him go. Now, I don't know if that was trafficking or him attempting to do something. It was just a random meeting in a laundromat. Don't you think that's just a little out of phase? Yes, I, I do. I mean, yes, I, I do. I that, think, that's that's yeah. why teaching the child. Yes. And, and uh, uh, Jonathan was just what? Four years old, three, four years old. And he let out a blood curdling scream that really freaked the guy out. And I had to tell him, let him go. Let him go, you know, and he backed off. I never saw him again. I, I just I applaud you for that, Eric, because you empowered him with what you taught him. He did the right thing, right? Yes. And, um, you know, that's well done. Well okay. done. Okay. Do we need to be escorting our children or be more concerned about escorting our children to different events? Again, I think that's a great conversation for a mother and a father to have. I, I've always struggled with where do I allow my child to be naive? They don't know what's going on. Or where did the other extreme is, am I overprotective, right? And, and where do you find that sweet spot in between where they're aware, but they're not Scared, you know, right? I say to use be overprotective, but yet let them go. But be overprotective. Teach them. All right. The age of accountability. Like I taught my daughters. Okay. And they they walk to school by themselves, but I taught them. Uh, you don't talk to strangers. You go straight to school. 
Who's your friend? Where does she live at? She lives in this house right here. If a stranger come up to you, you see that house nearby, run towards the house, okay? Mm-hmm. Something that's familiar. So I let minds go. I taught them. Wayne, I think that's strong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's, they hear you when you, yeah. your, our kids hear, hear us that. when we have those conversations. Real quickly, my uh, my oldest one, okay, um, the individual's coming on, I think, next week. Yes. Okay, one I found on Facebook. Well, uh, his daughter was with her friend in the mall, and a lady come, oh, honey, there's something wrong on the back of your neck. Or your, your shirt or your tag was showing. Anyways, she laced a chemical on there. She got drowsy. And then her friend said, let's go in the restroom and take your shirt off. And no, that's where they want us to go. See that? So he's coming on, I think, next week. He's going to talk about that, that that situation. I just found him on. He put a blast out there on Facebook. I didn't see one hit. I got a hold of, of our secretary. Get a hold of this guy real quick. That's human trafficking. There's another methodology right there. Lace drugs to stimulate the brain and make you docile. Well, you just said something, Wayne, that's important, too. And uh, the fact is, is that 43% of traffickers are women. Why? Because people trust women more than they trust men, right? Now, these women that have been trafficked themselves and have just grown out of that into the trafficking side of it? We're talking about newcomers, aren't we? Those who have or who are being targeted for the first time. I don't even want to pretend to get inside the mind of a yeah. woman to decide she wants to be a yeah. trafficker, yeah, man. She's a wounded person. That's, that's right. all I can say. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she got there, but she's wounded. But I'm, I'm just saying this, Tim and Eric. According to that individual's testimony, there's a new methodology and technique now that's being introduced. Drugs that can make you docile. And you will, you know, respond to it by going to a, you know, a closed place like a restroom, take off your shirt and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when the women comes in and get you. And, and to your yeah. point again, Wayne, I mean, it, it, with things like what you're talking about right now, you know, it, it could be anybody. Anybody. Uh, somebody said it that Wayne, I think you said it that it could be our daughters. Our daughters. It could be our neighbor. It could be anybody. It can just touch you now and make you docile. See, that the drugs mm-hmm. can have an mm-hmm. effect. See, that's the danger part. So they are evolving. Yeah, and yeah. then the community is like devolving. They just okay. So what? See, it has to be a reverse order right here, and and the only way it's going to happen is like your town meeting, just self awareness and media putting it out there. And what's going to happen, gentlemen? You don't have to agree with this. Get ready for another ball player in the game. The media is going to come in, but they're coming in with one thing only: money. Because like you say, you know, people who are traffic women and they find them. Oh, the cameras is right there. But they didn't follow the whole scenario, did they? Right, right, right. Okay, well, how about that? You ever heard things like this? And this is how, this is why I have a problem with media. Uh, There's a problem. Don't have me wait for it. Could your water be contaminated? Details at 11 tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just start shaking. (laughs) I could be poisoned now. (laughs) See, because it's going to generate money. Yes. yes. See, that's amazing. (laughs) So that political aspect of economics is going to be ushered right into the middle of the game. And see, you got to know how to separate that okay this is why media don't, won't get in media won't get involved because what's in it for me see but, it's, that's not my attitude because i actually have been exposed to something it was a good stimulant i didn't know about it and the drug tastes good so now i want more of it i want to close this thing down mm-hmm. to get it out there yeah it's a positive thing with me but, but a lot of media uh, that's why you don't hear about it hmm. don't hear about it you know and one more thing you know how media does gentlemen you see this you got a person in a, in a very very bad situation they crying why does the camera have to be on your jaw look at the molecules and your skin la- la- layers and all that you know why it generates emotion and we're looking at it mm-hmm. you see what happens yeah so they don't really care so we need people you, like you yourself and what uh, your associates are doing media not only me but other media on this level 
to be the second, should we say, and third party uh, uh, advertisers to what? To push it out. We can't go on direct TV all the time. You don't have the money for it. You no. see that? But secondary and third, third, thirdly, marketing strategies will work every time. Along with the community, that'll blast any type of high-end marketing. Yeah, it'll you, also drive drive politicians yeah, towards doing towards the right it. thing. Good point, Eric. That's right. That's it. That's they, it. They will only typically react, right, when there's enough of a swell, enough of a message, right, awareness yes. Yes. that there's something in it for them. There's something in it for them. See that? So they'll go along with the gang, won't they? With yes, the gang. Yeah, yeah. To get what they there's need. something in it for them. Yeah. You know, you know now, now, as we talk about uh, human trafficking, a lot of people under the impression it's just sex trafficking. But there's labor traffickers. There are, are uh, traffickers of, of people involved in criminal activity that they need somebody to do something. And then that life becomes disposable to them. So trafficking is not just a sex thing. It involves men, women, boys, and girls that are actually being pulled off the street at an alarming number. And when we take step back and take a bird's eye view of the whole nation, it's happening in the inner cities. It's happening in uh, urban areas. It's happening out in farm areas. It's it's happening all over. And then when we take another step back, we see it's on a global stage scale that this thing is happening. Yeah, that's exactly right, Eric. And, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, I think all of us um, I love the conversation. Um, uh, we're, we're, we're talking about a message that needs to get out there, right? And it's a message that each of us need to own. I mean, if anybody who's who's got kids is going to own this. I mean, it's just it's you in our think, blood, yes. right? You would think most people, 99.9% of people who got kids are going to say, not my kids. And that's what they make the big mistake at. It's not my kids. So, therefore, they turn a deaf ear to it. See that? But one thing about HT, human trafficking, uh, it has no discriminatory nature. No, that's right. It don't it care who you are, what race you are. It doesn't care what doesn't economic care. Background, background you're coming anything. from. It's not. It's yeah. not. Yeah. See that? So, you know, I teach my girls, every time something new come out, I'm telling them, they grown, though. They on their own. <laughs> but I'm still telling them, especially one that works in the retail market. You know, media has gotten to the point where they have softened this and called it modern-day slavery. Uh, it's still human trafficking. So you why know, they use modern-day slavery for? Well, they, they're referencing it to uh, another time in America's life. And calling it modern-day slavery, it takes away the impact of human trafficking. Human trafficking. So what does the article consist of? How about the, the text itself when you read about that? Well, it's still— what, What's it, it saying? Like, it, it, it still gives you the, uh, the, 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 the numbers and all, okay. but they constantly change the nomenclature to modern-day slavery. They don't look at the sex trade. They don't look at the uh, labor trade. They don't look at the drug trade. They don't look at it. It's just uh, modern-day slavery. It'll sell more papers. Yeah, it'll sell more papers. And everything. That's why. It, it sounds easier to talk that's, about that's right. because we don't, we don't go over to our friend's house and say, oh, who's that? Oh, that's my new slave. This is a modern day that we're in. Uh, you've got a whole group or segment of people that are, are in, how can I put it, employing or using human trafficking to achieve their own goals. Eric, what you just said is so important because I, I can't tell you, this. first of all, this is a difficult subject to talk about. Why? Let's be real. When, when I can't tell you how many times I've sat down with maybe someone through work, maybe someone in the community, and you just start talking about 
this reality. And you can just see him just getting uncomfortable. You mm. can see him just wanting to, man, when's he going to shut up? This is killing me to hear about this. We got to be real. We yep, can't we right. can't tame it down and try to put a brand on it and sell it. We got to we got to say what it is. You know, the more and more that I got into finding out about this, I had to put it the articles down two or three times and then go back to reading it because most people like me were just totally naive to it. Had no idea it was happening. Well, no, this is the, the golden age. It's supposed to be out. But you know what? I just got a signal. The old clock on the wall said, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when it gets to this good point. Oh, so uh, don't try to use that in your meeting, okay? <laughs> okay, when you get back to green. All right. All right. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So uh, listen, final remarks. We got to close out. Well, first of all, thank you. Because uh, again, just any, any way we can get this message out and have this conversation, it, it starts with that. Okay. Thank you. We're going to bring you back for part two in another segment episode on this, okay? Hey, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you know what to do. Direct them to canonpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, canonpodcast at yahoo.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves and also one another. Good night. Thank you.